And I am like the eve of my 40th birthday. And I thought you thought you were gonna just roll in. I thought I could just roll in and just own that court of 10 year olds. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, instead, I made a urine fool of myself. Anyang SAO, welcome to Afternoona Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, romance novelists and your K-Romance guides. So grab some deck bokey and listen to your new favorite unease. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. So as you know, I'm the maknae of the pod, and I turn 40 tomorrow. Good God. I thought we would never be in the same decade of ages. <laughs> I know. So by the time you listen to this, I will already be 40. My birthday is March 2nd. Happy birthday, Megan. Thank you. Don't steal my details. Oh, like <laughs> oh identity gosh, though, I'm you? Like, wait, stole your identity? <laughs> so I don't have like a like a bad – like I I love birthdays. Like I'm excited to turn 40. Like super excited. And so – my daughter plays indoor field hockey. Okay. And tonight was her last practice. And I was like feeling really good. They were going to have a parent versus kids hockey game. And I was like, yeah, man, like I played hockey in like middle school. <laughs> I think oh I can gosh. hit the ball. I want to watch. I wish I saw this. Uh, it was great. And so we had to like take two laps around the little court. And already I was like, those were two laps and I'm winded. This <laughs> is not looking good. And it was funny because we were like hitting the ball. I was like passing the ball with my daughter and the coach goes to me, that was a good stop. And I swear to God, I preened. Like I was like in middle school all over again. <laughs> this coach is like younger than me. So anyway, then they had this game and I was like, okay, like I like I know how to play. This will be fine. This will be fine. And I'm playing forward, which is a stupid idea. And I go for the ball. And look, I, in my mind... I am still as fast as I was in middle school when I ran track. Like, I was pretty fast when I was younger. And in my mind, I am still that fast. But I am, what, like 40 pounds heavier? (laughs) And I've had two kids. When I tell you I wiped out. Oh, no. I wiped (laughs) out. Like, I mean, full on. Ate shit. Ate shit on this court. And then, of course, peed myself because I have a terrible, (laughs) terrible terrible pelvic floor (laughs) and i was like this i am glad i'm wearing dark pants because everyone would absolutely see that i peed myself and right away i felt this like really awful twinge in my knee my right knee and i was like oh fuck but i'm like it's fine it's fine it's fine so i get up and i'm playing more with your wet pants and your tweet with my wet pants i smell like pee (laughs) and then the ball comes to me again and i'm like okay i'm gonna redeem myself (laughs) i ate shit (laughs) Oh, <laughs> for the second <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> My knee hurts so bad. I am icing it. I am currently icing my knee. And I am like the eve of my 40th birthday. And I thought... You thought you were going to just roll in. I thought I could just roll in and just own that court of 10-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, instead, I made a urine fool of myself. <laughs> and so I am like feeling a little down. I'm in a little bit of pain. And uh, it, it, it's a last practice. Okay, that's why we had this thing. And 
Uh, then we were like all walking to a pizza party, which I was like, clearly I don't, I don't need pizza. This is a signal. But I see I have a missed call from Leah. And I'm like <laughs> a little panicked. Like obviously I didn't have my phone on me when I was like eating shit twice <laughs> and, injur- <laughs> and injuring myself. And I was like, how many times have I called you? <sighs> once, I think. I don't think you've ever called. Well, I mean, I called you once when I was pregnant. That's it. You did. You did call me when you... That's true. Freaked out. And for some reason, you were on my list of people to tell like the minute I found out before my husband when I was panicking. I actually remember why. I called you because I knew that you weren't going to force me to be... I mean, look, I love my youngest child, but it wasn't an expected pregnancy. And I had feelings when I found out I was pregnant. And I was like more pregnant than I should have been to like be realizing I was pregnant because I'd really like truly not believed I was pregnant. And so anyway... I had to have feelings and I knew Megan was one person I could go to with no judgment that was going to be like, you don't have to feel super happy right now. Yeah, I was going to let you have whatever feelings. I totally did get it. So yeah, so maybe I'm like, you know, I still have that on my mind or something. But I was like, Leah called me and I knew that this was when she was trying to get sugar tickets. So I was like, uh oh. So I'm like, call her. And it's, (laughs) I'm surrounded by fucking field hockey games. It's like the slap of the ball. I'm limping visibly limping with pee pants (laughs) i can barely hear her her voice keeps cutting out and why don't you tell me what you told me why you called me (laughs) so i called you again because apparently i when you're a good person to go to when i know you're gonna understand very quickly what my emotion is and And i I don't need to like discuss it i just need you to like hear it and then i like to move on with my life (laughs) and so i told megan that (sighs) We all know, or most of you know listening, that I really like Suga from BTS. We all know he's having a tour. We all have heard, if you listen to our podcast regularly, we went through some journeys where we're going to be seeing each other for his concert on May 16th. And working together in collaboration with a good friend, we were able to score soundcheck tickets for Oakland Arena on May 17th, which is amazing to me. It and is, I was really happy is. for you. Very, very nice. happy. And I need I was driving and I was gonna tell my sister. And then I was like, you know what? My sister, because my sister is like my best friend and her name's Megan. And I was like, my sister's gonna be happy for me, but she's still not gonna get it. I'm like, I'm gonna call Megan and tell Megan. And so I hit Megan's number to call her, and then she didn't answer. So she called me back after. So then I got my sister. I scream cried, literally cried to my sister and my sister at the end was like i'm happy for you and i don't think that there's anything in the world that i would be this happy about so she's like i'm actually jealous for you because i don't think that i have anything that would make me act the way you're behaving right now on the phone that's a really lovely way to put it though like i love that yeah yeah well i look i said i was like look this is a big deal i was like he is going to look in your eyes and give you a personal finger heart like that is going to happen (laughs) That is happening. It's already crazy to have seen BTS and seen them as humans and been like, they are real people because they're real people. <laughs> but it's weird to like see them and be like, yep, oh, like there's V just standing there like chilling and to like do that and just, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. So anyway, we'll talk about this on Afternoon Army. I have a lot of things around like the ticketing and how the experience went that I think would make like good pod fodder. But I just wanted to say energetically, thank you both for being there today. Amy, you had some success as well, and you'll be seeing him in Chicago. Chicago and Oakland, yes. Yeah. My success in Chicago, though, is zero thanks to being a verified fan. I'm very proud 
that I have my army card and that I got my code for the verified fan presale. But when I tell you that it was stressful, <laughs> putting tickets in my basket and seeing them disappear the second I clicked on them, um, it was really rough. And I was texting Leah while this was happening because I was Megan was eating shit. I was losing my shit. And, <laughs> and I was just like in like a fugue shit. State. And well, Leah hadn't because my presale was two hours earlier. It was two hours earlier because I'm, you know, central time and she's on the West Coast. So I'm texting Leah and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And Leah's like, I will check resale sites while you're still in Ticketmaster and let's see what's happening. And she found, surprise, surprise, that the resale sites were full of tickets because that's a lot of where some of the presale stuff went to. So needless to say, I did get tickets for Chicago. I did not get them through Ticketmaster. I got them through resale sites. Nowhere near as much as they were asking when I tried to do this for Taylor Swift. I'm still out Taylor Swift. So if anybody has tickets for Taylor Swift <laughs> in June in Chicago, hit me up. Um, or even just one and you can take my daughter. Like that's, that's fine with me. But it is, I mean, I understand your emotion, Leah, because of how happy you are and because I know that he's everything to you. And I'm super excited to see him as well. But I also know the added like sort of ampedness of going through the experience of trying to get the tickets. Like, I never want to do that again, but I know that I will because there's no, it, it is the way. Yeah. And I hate it. it is. I hate that it is. It's the way. And it makes me laugh every time because I even see like, you know, people having like their hot thinky takes like on Reddit and like the lead up to things. And so there was one that was just like, look, I hope he knows that even if he fills like, you know, 60% of the arena, like good for him because like even like Lizzo fills like 90% most of the time. So he should just be happy. And I was like, are you not reading the room that this is gonna be a yeah. fucking bloodbath? Yeah, <laughs> and it is. Yeah. It's gonna be an I feel like who, what? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it just reminded me people on the internet saying things are just people on the internet saying things. And also, I just hope that wherever he is in his little statistics loving heart and personal validation, he's feeling really good today that he sold out, you know, three, know. Ma four major, five major U.S. cities in, minutes. in like minutes. Yeah. Good. So good for him. Good for you, buddy. You go. This reminded me of a conversation I had with Neil Jay. I, f I forgot. I got I to gotta tell you guys. So, okay. So obviously I'm going to Oakland to see him Yay. in May. And I'm flying from Pennsylvania. So obviously that's a long flight. And on the way home, I have to get a red eye. It's basically the only option, which is fine. So I have, but I do have to kind of sleep on the plane. Okay. And I. Megan needs her naps. Yeah. And I, we're going to London in August. So I was like, you know, and I'll have to sleep on the plane then too. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get, I'm going to like do a trial run on a new neck pillow to sleep in because I don't like the traditional neck pillow. My, I mean, I'm 4'11", like my neck isn't that long, like it never, it doesn't fit, it, it, it's awkward, it hurts, whatever, I don't like it. So I was showing Neil that I bought this like new different type of pillow, um, neck pillow, which I'll, you know, I'll let already, you guys know how it goes. Already, for a flight in two months. Wait, 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 is this the, is this the face forward no, one? No, It's just a different one. It okay. like, is the one you wear like, kind of, a, like a hood? Like, is that what no, you're talking about? No. It's like it wraps around, but it's like also narrower. And it also it's so I can lean my head back. Because that's the thing, those traditional neck pillows, like they're too like big in the back. So I was just telling Neil, like Neil was like, well, the traditional neck pillow works fine for me. And I go, okay, well, that like good for you. It doesn't work for me. And he looks at me dead serious. 
in all earnestness and says, you know, I'm really lucky. Because like, as an average man, everything just fits me. Oh, God. And I go, congrats, Neil. You just (laughs) discovered the patriarchy (laughs) at 40. Good fucking for you. Dead it's like the world is it's made like for me. Everything works as a white cishet male. Everything just makes sense. And I was like, literally, <laughs> I cannot believe we're having this conversation. It was like he literally just realized it. It's like some people have a struggle that I don't <laughs> I have. Can't. I go, just like some people. Some people have. Some people have books, Megan, with maps. Right. Can you believe it? They come up <laughs> and they have like worlds. a thought out world. I can't. I can't, guys. I can't. Megan, no, you don't understand, Megan. You don't understand. It's like they have an idea and they unpack it over not one, but many books. Just, and he was like, no, that's not, that's not what I meant. I go, no, that's. It's exactly I, what he meant. I don't care what you meant. You just, you discovered patriarchy. Good for you. <laughs> like, I just yeah. can't. I can't. I can't. I was like. I'm so glad that you realize that one size fits all basically means you. <laughs> Whatever. So I have a pillow that fits my childlike neck and head. And um, I'll let you know how it goes. I say that you bought already for a flight in May, in mid-May. Shut up. I was very excited. I already looked on Wirecutter. She was already she was already messaging Leah. Like, literally, we booked the hotel. And she's messaging yeah. Leah. So what is the weather <laughs> like mid-May? It, like, will I be I okay did. in jeans? No, can I wear jeans? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I'm not sure what you mean. Like, as and opposed I would to like, what? And I was like, well, do I have to like, do I have to wear shorts and a tank top? Can I wear <laughs> and I'm jeans? Like, like, I'm already. I'm like, are you fucking packing already? Like, it's May fifteenth. We're leaving. <laughs> I'm a planner. So here's the thing. I'm a planner, but good God, Amy, woman. Amy is like, I'm not trying to like, you know, like dog on age or anything because I don't think it matters. But like, you know, so Amy's the, our oldest yeah. member, and today we have. Megan acting like a fresh hot boomer. <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I going to pack for three months from now? And I had to call Amy today. Oh, yeah. I was like, please don't talk to me. I'm really stressed. But, but can you help me? Because I don't know how to turn on my notifications on any of my <laughs> things. Because, like, I was just getting, like, Facebook Messenger stuff. Like, out of the blue, I never phone. get Messenger. She's like, how do I turn notifications? Like, <laughs> I go. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, go to settings, <laughs> notifications, and then turn them off. <laughs> I was like, just make the world quiet. I need quiet to focus. If if you listen to our Hit the Spot podcast, our last episode, like you can hear us, you can hear how Leah like discovers Facebook Messenger. <laughs> it's so funny. I edited and left it all in. Oh my God. And like, oh, it was, it was funny. I, I mean, like, yeah. I understand. I understand the stress of this, of needing to focus for this. Like I literally, I picked my son up from school today. Usually he takes the bus home. On Wednesdays, and I take him to his dad's. That's a regular drill. But if he took the bus home, he would have gotten home at like two forty, and I would have already been in the queue, and I would not have left the house until after the shitstorm ended. So he gets right. out of school at two ten. The waiting room opened at two thirty. His dad lives like fifteen minutes away. So I'm like, all right, I'm it. getting in the Circle Drive line at like two fifty. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, you do not stroll out of the building. <laughs> you yeah, walk you right to me and you get in the car. And of course, <laughs> like, he's an almost 14 year old boy. And like, I tell him all this <laughs> at six in the morning. And then 
And then he's walking out the door today and he's like just moseying and talking to his buddy. And I'm like motioning like, come here, come here, come here. And he gets in the car and I don't even wait for him to put his seatbelt on to start pulling out of the circle. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, I'm in a rush. And he's like, why? I go, why am I picking you up and you're not on the bus? He's like, oh, BTS tickets. <laughs> like, good. You're like squealing on two wheels out of the school. Seriously, he's like, are you going to speed? I'm like, yeah, I am. I got, I walked in my door at 2.35, did not take oh, my coat wow. or my shoes off, got right in the queue right. and just sat there. Yeah. Fully, like, coat still, like, buttoned up, my purse on my lap. Like, I did not move. <laughs> and, Aww. yeah. But I helped Leah turn off her notifications. Well, she did. And for all of you listening, thank you for joining us the last two weeks on this journey of getting concert right. tickets to someone you may enjoy or may know nothing about or care about so we appreciate you being on this journey but what we do want to say is happy birthday, happy birthday. Megan. Oh, thank you i'm very excited so we sing happy birthday no. we, I, no, think we, I think we, we should have to do that I, it's not gonna be pretty oh my God. happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you happy, happy birthday. birthday we're not the same like here anything <laughs> to you to you Happy birthday, dear Megan. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, guys. And I really enjoyed that. Like, I was thinking about this the other day, too, that I feel like my true form in life, which I didn't get to act out in my normal family, was being a middle child. And I really appreciate being a middle child on the podcast. And Megan, I really appreciate the youngest energy you bring to this podcast and i appreciate the big sister energy that amy brings amy to is like an amy i appreciate amy i appreciate the oldest energy that you bring to this. <laughs> no but she really is like a big sister it fits big sister as opposed to no because you know how to do the cool shit that we need help with yeah. but it, you know what it's it's fun for me because i've never had sisters yeah i am a sister but i don't really get to be a sister with my brother like i do with you guys so this is really nice mm. i'm a sister but i don't have any sisters right like me so yeah we're your sisters well, look, on the eve of my birthday, I am extremely excited to talk about the drama that we're talking about today. And it, when we like planned the schedule out, this wasn't like I, this wasn't like planned to do because this was like my pick. This was like a drama that I was like, I'm putting on the schedule, guys, you got to watch it. It's great. So I don't know. First of all, thank you for watching this. Both of you. It meant a lot. So let's get into it. It meant a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So we're talking today about Bad and Crazy, which is a comedy action thriller starring Lee Dong Wook and Wee Ha Joon, which originally aired on iQIYI in December of 2021. It has recently been made available on Netflix, at least Netflix US. I'm not sure about other countries. So I'll read the description of the drama that was on Asian Wiki. Su Yol, played by Idong Wook, works as a police officer for the Mui Police Department. He is competent at his job, but he also has questionable ethics. He will do anything to achieve success. Due to his ambitious personality, he has received promotions in a short period of time. His smooth life suddenly changes with the appearance of K. Yes, that's K, just capital letter K. <laughs> Played by Wee Ha Joon. Kay is a righteous person, but also a crazy person. Whenever he faces injustice, he meets it with a fist, and he dreams of being a hero. So, in brief, Su Yol and Kay join forces as the bad and the crazy to solve a mystery and hopefully get a promotion. So let's just say this drama is a wild ride. Like, just, there's a lot going on, 
It'll keep you entertained. It's only 12 episodes, and it's packed full of fistfights, motorcycle rides, a bromance, and a romance. It is very hard to talk about this drama without spoilers, even if the spoilers kind of come out early. But we will still start with a few non-spoilery questions. So first of all, it's not news that we are all fans of Lee Dong-wook on this podcast. Like, we have talked about him for many episodes, many of his dramas. We Ha-jun, however who has obviously been in less dramas, so he's still relatively new to us, appeared on the screen of Bad and Crazy with a bang. So what did you think of his performance? All right. <laughs> so I got introduced to Weeha Jun in Little Women, and I liked him in Little Women. Due to the nature of his character, it was a very subdued performance, and it was meant to be. But I didn't know what he had in him until Bad and Crazy. Like, I liked him in Little Women. I am shook with how much I love Kay. Like, ask Megan. I could not stop messaging her on Slack to profess my ever-growing love and, like, screen capping and just sending her all sorts of shit. And the only way to describe this character is he's a badass cinnamon roll with a smile that is literally, literally brighter than the sun. I dare anyone to keep the smile off of their face when you see Kay grin. Like, it is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, like, props to who casted him. Because I don't know who else could do what he did with this role. Right? I love, like, I loved him in Squid Game and Oh, Little I didn't Women. know he was in Squid Game because I didn't see Squid Yeah, Game. he was in Squid Game. But again, both characters were, like, a little subdued. He plays a cop in Squid Game. And I have seen him in real life interviews. And he's very charming, very quick to smile, quick-witted. Um, he has an interview with Jesse. He was like in some sort of like prison fight club type drama, which I never saw. Um, but he was on an interview with with Jesse, the the pop idol or the K-pop idol, and he was so charming in that interview. And I was like, where are we gonna get him in a role where he can like show that off? And like, that's K. That's K. You know, he's like a badass himbo with a big smile and like a strong fist and a massive heart. And he just nailed this character for me. He has this like cute, shy crush to these like bloody oh, grins during fist fights. So and then good. he's also like super emotional and sensitive. Like he's really <laughs> sensitive. Like you can easily yes. hurt his feelings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love that. It just it just really showed me like I know I know he's been in other roles. I know, but he also hasn't hasn't had like a lot of like front and center roles and this just going toe to toe with an actor like Edong Wook, like they they held their own like with each other. That's just amazing to me. Yeah, it was just it was a really dynamic role, right? Like he got to do yeah. everything. He got to play every emotion and it was yeah. just so well done. Yeah, he got to be mad, he got to be sad, he got to be like lovey-dovey, you know, like, ugh, you're right. He did. He got to do everything. Yeah, and I think, like, I appreciate what you said about, like, what it takes to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lee Dong-wook, because he's, like, awesome, and we love him. And so, it reminded me a little bit of, like, how Strangers from Hell, I thought, like, MC1, like, was able to, like, show his stuff and have, like, a good foil to bounce off of. And so, yeah, I feel like um, We Ha Jun got to have, like, very different movies, but, you know, something fun to yeah, to bounce off of. And it makes me also feel like I think that Lee Jong-wook is like a generous actor. 
because I feel like he is like a team player in his roles. And so he's like creating opportunity. He's not like hogging at all, right? He's like, he's no, not at all. working better together. And we saw that even in like Tail the Nine Tailed. So I thought that, yeah, it was fun to see. We had June in this. Squid Game, man, he was just hot in Squid Game. <laughs> and, he was. He was. And so, yeah. yeah, it was fun to see him hot here too. I will talk about the motorcycle. I how I did not think I had a motorcycle thing, just like I didn't think oh. I had other things. Apparently, I have a motorcycle thing after love in yeah. the air, and now this. I'm like, apparently, yeah. I like a riding suit. I did not know I did. Yeah, and I do. I just want to say that throughout tonight, I ha- am having kind of like adrenal fatigue. So I did. I liked this. <laughs> I liked this drama, but I do want to preface it that like this last week, I've been very focused on getting tickets for this event. So I think I watched it, but not with like my whole heart. So I just was, and I mean, maybe it was the drama too for me. Like maybe I would have always felt like that, but in this case, I don't Mm -hmm. think I loved it as much as Amy and Megan, but I also didn't like dislike it. So I don't want to like argue it because I'm not like, Oh, I didn't like this or this. I think I was just more like not heart connected to it the way they were. So throughout this, I kind of want to like facilitate them having more joy. Cause even though it wasn't like my favorite drama, like I'm not coming for it either. So yeah, you just weren't as enthusiastic as us. Yeah, okay. no, I was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to rewatch Sometimes it. things just hit you in a certain way. And like, yeah. I was not prepared you for this know. to hit me like yeah, it did. Yeah, and I'm like, still surprised it hit you the way it did. Because for me, I'll, I won't watch it again. But I and oh, I will. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. because you were like, I'm going to oh, watch yeah. it again. I'm like, really? I would never watch this again. Yeah, I 100% will watch it again. But I do want to just call out that Weeha Jun has a smile that is very hot, but is frankly alarming. <laughs> oh, 100% because... So the whole point is, you know, Su Yol is kind of the bad. Like he, we'll we'll talk more about it. But he starts out as like a bad, corrupt cop. Like he's he's actually a really shitty person. Like you, I didn't like him in like the first, which on purpose. Like I was like, but I love that. I like not liking a main character because then you get you know he he's gonna like grow. It was the same with um, military prosecutor Doberman on Bohyun played like a shitty dude, a shitty corrupt prosecutor. But then then you know you're gonna get like growth from it. So Su Yol, he's the bad of bad and crazy. And then uh, Weeha Jun is the crazy. And he like, he's just got this like, like Leah said, he's got this like smile that is hot, but sometimes it also just looks deranged. Like it's, it's scary. Like it's like clown smile scary. You know what I mean? It is. So the bromance between Lee Dong Wook and Kay is pretty fantastic. I mean, I... I kind of would argue that Lee Dong-wook is the king of K-drama bromances, which is why I said, what's another favorite bromance of yours that's not <laughs> Goblin? And I swear I wasn't calling out Amy. I swear. It's just I wanted to do You know what, though? I was like, fine, fine. fine. I'm going to take one that I bet you want, Megan, and I'm going to take it right from under you. <laughs> I like... I know. I was like, Amy's gonna, Amy's gonna take this as a personal attack, and I. T- <laughs> it was just funny because I'm like, well, the first one that comes to mind, I bet, is the one that Megan's gonna want, and she's not gonna get it. So there. No, it's no, okay. I'm, it's like so. It's like mine that. was Wudo Hwan and Wudo Hwan in the King Eternal Monarch. Some might say that his character Joe Young and Eamon Ho's character Egon have a good bromance, and they do. But nothing beats the bromance he has with himself as doppelgangers Joe Young and Joe and Sub. I have never experienced something like this where I fully believed that he was two different people, even though I know watching it the entire time that it's, you know, Wudo Wan doing both of them. And like the way that he, I mean, I I have to imagine that whoever 
was, you know, standing in for, you know, his doppelganger self and reading lines with him had to have been doing a good job for him to be able to react the way that he did because it was so, so good and so funny. I agree. I'm glad you mentioned it because if you didn't, I was going to, but it's it's like I have more. I really loved Anhyo Sups and Kim Min Q's bromance in Business Proposal. I just love that they were childhood best friends. They were really supportive of each other. Um, they had great banter. It was kind of cute when like uh, Anhyo Seppi like breaks his arm and Kim Min Q's like helping him like <laughs> put on his his like hospital gown, but they do it in a way that's like romantic. And the nurse walks in and <laughs> they're all like, "No, no, no, you misunderstood us." I don't know. I know it's a gay panic scene, but it was still, it was just cute. I just, I just, I like them. And not to call you out, Amy, but I feel like to beat a dead horse, like Amy often is dropping in a goblin. I feel like now lately I'm doing that with Mr. Sunshine. Mr. Sunshine. I knew what you were going to do too. Like, But I mean, come on, you're talking about bromance. And it's like the freaking best bromance in my eyes. So that's the bromance between Eugene, Dongmei, and Song. Uh, who've been brought together from various walks of life for one goal of protecting the same woman that they all love. So they're all rivals. They all should hate each other. They kind of do hate each other, but they end up like weirdly clicking and having like begrudging respect for each other. And it made a very somber drama really delightful. Yeah. Okay, so this drama is full of fight scenes in weird places with interesting props. Like, I I honestly want to know how they, like, sat down to decide these. I feel like they were like, let's just roll a dice. You know how you can, like, like roll a few dice? So it was like, we're going to yep. be in a warehouse with an iron pipe at dawn or something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they rolled some dice on these fight scenes. So, uh, yeah, without spoilers, what's one of your favorites? The scene at the big box store, like, you know, like the Target or Walmart type store, the fight scene there, that there's tennis rackets, I think a laundry basket and an extension cord. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And when Edong Wook and Kay fight together, it's like, it's just hysterical. Like, I'm like, what is happening? I liked the oil barrel fight because it was so ludicrous. So ludicrous. So it's like, one, it's Kay against like 12 dudes, okay? And of course, they come at him, come at him one at a time, not all at once, because you know he has to fight them all. And so he spills this. I think it's oil. It's like barrel of oil. And so they're like fighting in this like slippery oil. I mean, I can't imagine what choreographing that was like and acting that was like because it would be so slippery. Like I just can't. The whole thing was crazy, and that was like kind of early on too. I think it was like in episode one. Yeah, it is. It's episode one, I think. I was like, this is my cue that this is just going to be a crazy, like, action drama, which which I like. So I just want to just ask a question. And this is like, you know, I mean, I forget because I mean, like, there's like action, but action can align itself to slapstick, which Amy likes a lot. And like, everyone's yeah. well, apparently I like slapstick too and confuse Megan. But I just wanted to ask, how many times was Edong Wook body slammed in the making of this drama? Oh, my God. Oh, every <laughs> single episode, he was beat to shit. Every episode and like look Edong looks beautiful like we we all know that and I guess that's one thing I love about him is he's never afraid to like not look beautiful like there were some scenes where he legitimately looked like death like they didn't make him like a pretty beat up person he had like dark circles under his eyes he looked absolutely shitty (laughs) yeah and then I will also well actually I want to say one other thing with this is 
the other thing that was really nice, and I like brought this up, I think maybe briefly to Amy. I feel like it was Amy, but maybe I don't know who I was talking to about this. Maybe it was myself in the dark of night. Is he, and I say this as a compliment, like he looks his age a bit in this versus like other times I've mm -hmm. seen him. And I mean that in a very hot way. Like, I feel as yeah. if, you know, we're getting to see a little bit more of that, like, mature kind of seasoned vibe entering his, like, aesthetics. And look, that little bit of spice there is really delightful to see. And so it kind of just felt like, yeah, I was, I also just appreciated that he looked a little bit more, you know, like he was in his 40s, basically, because he is. And you can be hot in your 40s, as you will learn yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah i mean I, I didn't feel that's what i'm saying i don't i don't feel like they put like a blurring yeah effect no on his not face. at all like I, i'm not saying that all k-dramas do that or but i mean all, all media does that in every country mm -hmm. so that's just like a common thing they didn't like give him they didn't like blur his face they did or you know give him the blurred effect to like make him look less wrinkled he did he like looked his age and he is an older man in this like he wasn't that was like part of it too. Is he's like, oh my god, I'm like older. I want a promotion where I'm he not wants a like cushy desk yeah. job. Yeah, <laughs> like this isn't what he wants to do. Yeah, he wants like a cushy desk job. He wants to be promoted. Like that's literally kind of yeah. one of the points. I mean, he already is a detective and he's like really well respected, but he, I think he is tired of getting beat up. Yeah. And then I did appreciate. Like I always like a fish thing for some reason. So I like when like the dude was like getting dunked in the fish tank. <laughs> And like the fish is like <laughs> flopping around on the far. I don't know. It's just funny. But like I said, I was like kind of like vaguely like, oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's a funny drop. Like it's it's hilarious. Even though that was like a big and like, it is villain like, scene. Oh my god, fish. Is, I don't know if it's slept. No, not thing. really. The no. fish thing was it was villains and villains. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like it was like funny. <laughs> me. <laughs> also, I feel like we got we got like a beat up in a sauna. Like yes, you don't anytime there's a towel, a, I mean, towel. yes, that was like I actually thought one of you were yeah. going to take that, so I didn't mention like the towel. I mean, I loved it. That's in the first episode, so you don't really understand what's going on yet. You're just like, oh my god, why is he getting beat to shit in the sauna? But it's complain so to the funny sauna, like I like, should like complain. You should have better regulations, like, like yeah. They're like, what the fuck? They're like, they're like, why did you let some guy in to beat me up? And they're like, sir, no one came in. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, this place is terrible. Let me give you a bad Yelp review. This is an awful service. It's so funny. He's so outraged so many times. Like, let's say he's like, he's, he's a kind of a Karen. When it's Very dark. much a Karen. Yes. <laughs> I was a total Karen. That, I mean, that's one of the things I liked about this. It was something that I was talking, I was talking on Instagram with Sarah from K Drama This. We were talking about the drama. And she's like, I, you know, the posters for it, like the ads for it, make it look like he's this big badass. But then he's like this like sniveling a-hole for a lot of it, which I thought was awesome because, yeah, because he had some good growth. He is. Yeah, he had great growth. So any comps for bad and crazy? I don't think there's anything exactly like this, but I think a good, a really good sort of, you know, buddy cop, I guess, comp, I would say is Midnight Runners, which is a movie, not a drama with Park Sejun and Kang Hanul, like good bromance, good action, lots of fighting and solving crime. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think Bad and Crazy was pretty unique of action comedy and just like overall this like over the top plot. And just like, I don't know, so much about it just felt unique to me. But I would say a comp is Lawless Lawyer, just because kind of like similar fight scenes, similar characters maybe along those lines better villain and lawless lawyer yeah and look i feel bad i maybe i shouldn't have even said it as my comp because we are not in the spoiler section but i put fight club <laughs> no i'm <laughs> editing that out no really 
Well, I mean, it's a good comp. It is a good comp. I mean, it's a good comp. We'll get to why. I mean, come on. I, I mean, it's not like a big mystery. Okay, and before we move into the spoiler section, because this that's the- Which I already kind of did. Yeah, but that's the fun part. We have our K-pop wreck of the week. And in honor of the news we announced at the beginning of the episode, today we have Leah for our wreck. Why, thank you very much. So today I'm going to wreck a song that is not new from the Augusty playlist, but it is one that I find I am looking forward to seeing this song live a lot. And that is from his first mixtape, and it is Tony Montana, which is such a fun song. And if I can, like, put it out to the universe, because manifesting's been working real fucking good for me lately, I would like G-Man to come to the shows to perform, because he's got his new album. Dude, get your get your moment before you go to the army. And I want to hear the collab, because they have done tony montana together it is sugar song alone and he does it with a rapper yankee on his mixtape but he has when they released proof they had a bonus track of content and they did put the g-man and yungi tony montana collab in it it has a special place in my heart simply because jimmy didn't really want to do it at first necessarily he didn't really feel like it was like his wheelhouse <laughs> and he was so good he was so good and i just enjoyed like yeah their voices sound great together but i just love it in general and i love one of the things i love about yungi's rapping in general is that he sometimes sounds like he might almost be like a k like he's just on the edge of sanity sometimes Ah. sounding when he's rapping like his voice will start to like crack and like lose it a little bit he goes really really fast and it just feels like he's kind of like hanging on to like the shred of his like sanity i love that and i really appreciate that energy and then i've also had people say like how do you listen to rap from like a language that you don't know and i'm like well actually it's not that hard because it sounds good and that's great and then i can like i have i know how to read so i can also like read the lyrics and so i know what they're talking about so even if i'm not like understanding exactly every single word all the time i know what every rap is that he does i know like the story that he's telling and then there's like the energy and the musicality behind it too i was gonna say the it's the way they rap and it's yeah and it's the music behind it a lot of times you can tell you can tell the emotion of songs and get it without even knowing the lyrics it's not everything yeah and i would just say like how do you think the rest of the world has interacted with like u.s music yeah like right you know i mean there is like a sense that like some of the sound and like whatever is universal but you can't tell me that like everyone knew like every madonna word that came out of her mouth or you know what i mean like it's just like huh it's just like a weird but anyway tony montana augusty check it out and you can listen to it like as the mixtape or i really do recommend looking it up on youtube where it is the collab with him and jimin because it is just complete fire agree if you enjoy our podcast you have our patrons to thank at least in part. Afternoon of Delight Patreon allows us to keep creating content for y'all to enjoy. Thank you so much to everyone who is supporting us there. And not to brag, but our Patreon community is pretty awesome. And you can join at a tier that feels good to you. Gain access to fun perks like K-drama posts, monthly Patreon-only bonus podcasts, and even a live K-drama support group on Zoom because we know firsthand what it's like to have no one to talk to about those crazy plot twists, amazing characters, and all those feelings. And look, no one should have to walk that walk alone. So learn more by visiting afternoonadelight.com, that's www 
www.afternoonadelight.com. And hey, while you're on the website, you can check out Afternoon Delight podcast merch, find links to book recommendations, bop along to our K-pop recs, glow up your skin with K-merch recs, find all of our social media and a link to our email so you can send us recommendations or feedback. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you pop over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review? It really helps with our discoverability. Gamsamnida. So what kinds of things do you both like to do when you drive? Pay attention to the road? Is this a trick question? All right, how about when you fold laundry? Why am I folding laundry in this scenario? Read, friends. I was trying to get you to say read. You could just ask us if we like to read when we drive or... Wait, how are you reading when you're driving? With Audible. You know, our sponsor, who is the leading creator and provider of premium audio storytelling, enriching the lives of millions of listeners every day. I listen to audiobooks on my commute to work in the car. Oh, yeah. I totally do that. I love my Audible subscription. Then why'd you leave me hanging with the whole driving thing? Forget it. It's not important. What is important is that now our listeners can get a 30-day free trial of Audible Premium Plus from Afternoon of Delight. Do you know what they get with that free trial? Actually, I do. They get one audiobook credit, two if they are Prime members, which is good for any premium selection, and they get to keep that audiobook. They also get the whole Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, like Afternoon of Delight, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. And with the Plus catalog, you can listen all you want, no credits needed. And Audible sends you a reminder email before your trial ends. Sounds like a great way to spend 30 days to me, especially if you're heading outside for a walk, have a long commute to work, or just want to hear one of many talented narrators really bring your book to life. All you have to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash afternoona to sign up, and you're ready to download your first listen. Enjoy! Okay, so I know that was a short non-spoiler section, but I, as in the birthday girl, I'm writing the script and I love this drama (laughs) and I wanted to get to the meat of the story quickly. So here we go. Okay. So about Kay. (laughs) One of the main plot points of this drama that is revealed very early, as in like the end of episode one, is that Kay is actually one of Su Yol's personalities that he formed as a child to protect himself from his abusive father. And Kay only recently returned to kind of uh, Su Yol's psyche to once again protect Su Yol and remind him that deep down he wants to be a hero and not a corrupt cop. So, what did you think of how the drama handled this from a mental health standpoint? So, first, I want to say that I loved it, but for a hot minute, I was worried that it was not going to be revealed early on, even though it was like painfully obvious that Kay was part of Suyol. Like I was, I was messaging Megan, like in the middle of episode one, I'm like, so this is Fight Club, right? Like, so he's Tyler. It's Tyler <laughs> yeah, Durden, you're like, this right? is Fight Club. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, just get to episode two. But I'm yeah. like, cause so I was, I was worried that they were going to try and stretch it out and have, so I was really happy that, that he came to terms with it, like right away, that it wasn't like, we didn't carry on with him thinking that, that Kay was somebody outside of himself. I would have been disappointed if the writers thought that the viewers wouldn't figure it out until the end. So I liked the twist from 
the way that writer, you know, like, like in Fight Club, like the way other writers have tackled this sort of trope and that we had the sort of dramatic irony of knowing, you know, of the viewer knowing while no one else other than Suyol knows, you know, who Kay is. And so we get to watch Suyol come to terms with Kay's existence and understanding why Kay is back. And I was worried that like dissociative identity disorder playing a role like in order to show that a therapist was a corrupt murderer was going to be kind of iffy as far as, you know, supporting mental health. But we had a second therapist who actually does help Suyol balance us out, even if the guy is first portrayed as being, you know, sort of a fraud, which he's not because he actually does help Suyol. So overall, I liked that Suyol didn't deny Kay at the end, but I also hope that he is continuing therapy for his childhood trauma because <laughs> just because he realized that he dissociated and, you know, and made this second sort of, you know, personality to protect himself um, doesn't mean that he's, you know, not still dealing with that trauma. So I hope he's still in therapy. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a good writing choice that the reveal was done early because the point of the drama wasn't that he had this other personality. But it's why he had formed yes. this identity. And I guess part of why I liked it, too, is he was friends with his identity. Like, I guess I liked it that they didn't, like, <laughs> demonize another personality. They were like, look, this guy. Because it's all him. It's yeah, all it's him. All him and this is how he dealt with trauma. And you know what? His other personality was amazing. And <laughs> just, like. And I love him. And I love him, too. And I want him to be real. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's basically the mystery then. Well, there's several mysteries. There's like a drug kind of like who's dealing bad drugs plot line in the back. There's a lot of like kind of interwoven. But one of the mysteries is who killed Suyol's abusive father? You know, he doesn't remember. He had like blocked it out. And the again, he was just a child wandering the streets and some mom and her son decided to just like adopt him out of nowhere. As one does. <laughs> but you know what? I but mean, they I did. As expected. They did go to the police like the day after. They like, did. There was some police contact and stuff like that, but she did just take him in that she night. Did. Like he shows up like bloody and in a daze. Yeah, and the, and she and basically like, come sleep over. Yeah, and she's just like look and like never, you know, they never like talked about it. But yeah, so like who killed Su Yol's abusive father? Was it him? Was it him? But as K, or was it someone else? So gaslighting was a big theme of this drama, since the baddie therapist was gaslighting Su Yol into believing that. Kay might have killed his father. And I know this sounds weird, but it's like you... <laughs> he had come to, like, trust Kay. It worked. Yeah, yeah and it, it was worked. like, so... I felt gaslit. Yeah, because he's, like, best friends with Kay, and he had come to trust Kay. So then to think that Kay wasn't a hero after all and had killed his father was... And also Kay himself was devastated that he could have done this because Kay is a cinnamon roll who just wants to protect. Like, yes, he beats the shit out of a million people in this drama, but he doesn't. <laughs> but they're all bad. But they're bad and he doesn't kill them. No. Kay doesn't kill. Kay protects. So he fights to protect. And so, yeah, it was like, I mean, Kay was like this, like, personality born from a childhood drama. And so in a way he was almost like, childlike like he wanted to be a superhero essentially it was like a grown man wanting to be a superhero and yeah su yol was like his most important person so he wanted to protect him and then in the end we learned that the baddie therapist also had an abusive father and as a teen had tried to manipulate teen su yol into a pact 
to kind of kill each other's fathers. It's convoluted. And so if you haven't seen it yet and you're still listening, just trust us on it. <laughs> it ma- it actually does make sense. It does. And it does. It was done well. Yeah, cuz like it's like Fight Club. I mean, I'm sorry we're spoiling Fight Club. Okay, that movie's like 30 years old. But um I'm not sorry. It's the Yeah, whole. I mean, come on. Everyone <laughs> it's knows Titanic. Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do really like Chuck Palahniuk, by the way. He's a very good author. He writes really weird stuff, obviously, because Fight Club was weird. But yeah, I mean, at the end, that's when you know he has a double personality, but also his, like, personality is a terrible dude. His personality is, like, an anarchist. <laughs> like, whereas right. I loved it in, like, true K-drama fashion. His other personality is, like, this sweet cinnamon roll, I just want to be a hero. He's basically, like, Suyol's conscience that yeah. he's kind of, you know, like, buried it's protecting himself. Like he wants a cushy job. He wants to make good money. He wants to not worry. And he doesn't remember this trauma because he put that all on Kay. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Kay comes back to remind him, like, you are a good dude. We are a good dude. And we need to figure this all out. Yeah, like he, Kay beats the crap out of him because he's like, you're being... In the sauna. In the sauna. <laughs> Which I want to know what's really happening there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, just because he was bruised. Yeah. Like, it's like in Fight Club where they, at the very end, where they show that he was, like, like beating himself. Beating the shit out like- of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I Yeah, I love that Kay showed up. And he, like, beat the shit out of him. And he's like, no, you're going to save lives. Because that's what he does. He makes him go save, which I actually forgot to talk about our precious cop who gets beat up a lot. He makes him, like, go save him. He's like, this is who we are. We jump into burning buildings. <laughs> And then we jump out. And of then windows. we jump out a window to save someone's life. That is who you are. That is who you're going to be. So I think the only thing I want to add to it is we. I just even blocked the name out of the drama. Love is for suckers. Yeah, where we said that like mental health felt like it was used as kind of like a doorstop for different. Um, it was a plot moppet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really was a plot moppet. And here I felt like look. It was handled a little, it was handled better, I think, and more interesting. I would have liked more even. Mm -hmm. And then just because you both liked it so much, I'm curious that, because it was written by the same person who did The Uncanny Counter, which I haven't wanted to see at all. But I'm wondering if you both might really like The Uncanny Counter, because that's the same writer. Oh. I did want to see that one. I did want to see that, actually. Yeah, and Somewhat I had zero. Yeah, I didn't want to see it at all. So this could be a good journey for the two of you. Yeah, I would. I would, I would totally watch that. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering actually what else this writer did because I just liked how it was written. Like point blank, I liked how the plot was put together. There were several external plots that you're like, how? What is this like dr- drug? And it connected. Yeah, and it did. It all connected. Yeah, in I a short the- drama. Yeah, and look, I liked it better than Lawless Lawyer, although, look, no oh, one's really? going to be you did. The, the villain from Lawless <laughs> Lawyer for me. Yeah, there's no Anno Jew. Yeah. No. But I didn't like it very much better than Lawless Lawyer. Like, if I had to rank it, I'd probably put them side by side with this just above that. That's okay. fair. Honestly, when Amy and I were done watching it, we're like, this could go either way with Leah. For Leah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, either way. And, that, and, like, and I know that you were preoccupied with the sugar stuff this mm-hmm. past week but like in slack i'm like wait leah did you even watch it because you've had like zero re- reaction whereas right. i mean my reaction to megan has been like was like totally private because i didn't yeah. want to spoil anything for leah so i was messaging her privately but it was like daily yeah no i knew it was and i didn't want to be an a-hole about it because like it's look, okay but i really I want know to know how you feel a-hole. about it yeah you know? i know and i mean like i but i didn't 
the problem is I just didn't really have any feeling. That was like my thing. It's like I like I was like, look, it's not working and this is why, uh, what's happening. I would have like couched it maybe nicer because I've watched Subak and been learned how to talk about things I don't like with <laughs> Megan. But in this, I was just kind of like, if I did, wasn't watching it for the pod, I would have stopped watching it. Yeah, and that's fair. Uh, again, it's not I for everybody. Didn't know, like knowing you, this could have gone either way. It could have hit you emotionally. I w I thought it was a possibility, but I also thought there was a possibility you wouldn't like love it. I did think Amy would like it. I was pretty convinced Amy liked it more than I expected her to like it, though, <laughs> which is great because she liked it on like my level. Yeah. So here's the thing too um, that's funny is, is that like a funny thing happens right away where I liked it and then I was like, it's a weird thing because I liked it and then I was like, and I know I'm not going to really love the movie or the drama. Yeah, <laughs> and it, that's so okay. it's the scene where at the very beginning when he's like, who like effed up my car and he like goes to like the CCTV people like, you know, I'm paying good money for this like car thing. I mean, it's like in the first like 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they like play the video and it's just him fucking railing on the car and like jumping <laughs> up and down. I'm like, yeah. that's pretty funny. And I feel like I got like the sum total of what this drama is going to be. And I'm good now. Like I'm ready to bounce out. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 We hadn't met Kay yet. And that was when, you yeah. know, we got to meet Kay. Yeah. Everything changed. It's just, I don't love, I mean, I like, yeah. I, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. You don't need, you don't need to qualify. Yeah. Like it's your like it. You yeah. like it right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I also I mean, feel very joyful. And full of what I like. And so I also don't want to come for the things you like right now. Because I'm just it's not okay. in headspace today. I just it's want okay. us all to love what we love. And it's okay. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. This isn't I mean, the type of drama. It's not like. It's not like Goblin. Where if you don't like Goblin, it hurts me. You know? like it's Or like my mister for a lot of people. Where yes. people are like, I feel very pain. Like, yeah, well, I definitely offended had, people. We've, oh, yeah. You definitely did. I, I, I even did. And I was like, I, I was the one that liked it and i just didn't like it enough yeah but, sorry um, everyone we have okay. had this actually in um the patreon where we were like recommend us some things that you think us like us as a person like a drama for megan a drama for amy a drama for leah just because you know we do have different tastes and somebody was like i really want you all to do my liberation notes it's just that i feel like if you don't like it it's going to hurt me and i was like you know what don't megan i'm not gonna do it needs to yeah. like stay just like yeah. i shouldn't watch the uncanny counter Megan shouldn't watch my liberation. Notes, no, but I I'm sorry, guys. I should. I think I would like it. I think you would like it. I, I trust me, guys. It's not for me. Yeah, I don't think Amy's <laughs> going to like that one. I don't either. think I would. So I think I can do it and I can find someone else to do it with. And that's fine. And sometimes we have yeah. to do that. And so, I mean, not that we have to like everything we watch, too, but like the ones that are really special for people. Right. You know, we don't, I, I don't, right. I don't want to, I don't want to yuck anybody else's yum, but I'm also not going to lie if yeah. I watch something yeah. and it doesn't work for me. Like we did my mister and I will be honest, I didn't I didn't enjoy <laughs> that podcast. No, I'm saying I did oh, not enjoy were, I, it's not no, fun it's not for fun. me. No, it's not fun to, to not I, I like it's something. fun it's fun to cover things like where um Sound of Magic. That was fun. That was fun to cover. We didn't <laughs> like it, but there were still like things that were like funny and we could talk about it. My mister was not fun for me to cover because I felt like an asshole. And I also knew people were going to be upset with me. And, and I felt like a shithead. Like, and, and I know, cause I, I shit on that drama. Like, I did. But, and I felt, and I do, I do, I still feel bad about it. 
Like, that is one episode I'll, like, not listen to again because I, I still do feel bad about it. So I'm just saying, if you guys are really mad at me about it, just know that I felt bad, okay? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I think that was a lesson to me, though. I don't think it's a good idea for me to watch something that, like, actively... I didn't... I thought I would like my mister, though. So, but now I know my taste a little bit better and I don't want to do that again. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's not fun for me to like crap on a no, drama John, no. on a drama that meant a lot to people. So anyway, let's get back to Kay. I love Kay. So yeah, we love Kay. Kay is hilarious. He's a badass with a gooey marshmallow center. So what's your favorite funny or sweet Kay moment? So the one that the one that I love so much is hard to describe. So I'm gonna in the show notes, I'm gonna share the scene because it's it's on YouTube, because there's so many but I want to talk about the one that I had to literally because I was watching it on my laptop and Netflix doesn't let you screen record because they have privacy issues. I mean, come on. So I screen recorded it with my phone from my laptop, just because I had to be like Megan this scene. So for a short time, in the middle of the drama, Suyol kind of banishes Kay from his mind. Like, he thinks Kay is causing more trouble, and he wa- like he wants to solve the Minsu case, which is how this all started. There was another detective that was killed on the job, and Suyol wants to prove that it wasn't the criminal who killed him, but it was actually another cop who was on the scene who he now suspects is dirty. So he just wants to deal with this by himself. But he realizes he can't do it. He can't figure this out without the part of him that is K. And when he invites K back to help, he's in the abandoned building where Minsu died. And Suyol tells K that he cannot ask for anyone else's help other than K's that they need to do this together, like as a team. And K just sort of loses it. <laughs> like he does this adorable, bashful smile. Like he brings his hands to his mouth and like, you know, shrugs his shoulders and like turns away. And he's like, you know, the sort of like, aw shucks, like, me, you need me. And it's like <laughs> the, I mean, like, it's the epitome of adorable cinnamon roll. And like I said, I will share a link to a GIF or to like the scene from YouTube in the show notes, because what I'm saying right now is not doing it justice. But if you know, you know. And I melted. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. So and he's very sensitive. And it's just hilarious because he shows up on the screen in the first episode. And he's just like beating the shit out of Sue. You have no and idea so what's going like, on. This, like, yeah. Yeah, at that point, you're not sure yet. Like, you figure it out, yes, of like, through the first episode, but you're also still not right. sure. Like, at least for me. Well, I was, the, like, in I the very, the very beginning, that he thinks he's dreaming, right? It's like, he's like, they're like yeah. MMA fighting, and he thinks he's dreaming. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So you don't know, and you don't know if he's, like, bad or whatever. So, okay, so first, shout out to Kay's, like, styling. So first, he showed up in this, like, distinctive motorcycle jacket and helmet, which that's what, like, I would say, like, that's what's on all the promo posters and The stuff. red jacket. And, yeah, it's just very distinctive. And I thought he'd wear it the whole drama. I mean, I didn't know, especially when you find out he's, like, another personality. Like, is he just going to wear the same thing? But <laughs> then he started showing up in different clothes, which, that's so funny to me that his... That he has a wardrobe. <laughs> his person... His his personality has a wardrobe. And the fact that his wardrobe was, like, these, like, loud bold prints and like bright colors and it was like, like he was a lot of these like hawaiian type style like button down shirts and i it was so like why are you and it just like first of all it just made sense yeah. that's what k would wear that is what that is what k would wear and so i 
but it was never like brought up. Like no one like it's not like Su Yol was like I don't think he ever like I don't remember ever commented on the clothes. So I guess that's like the funniest part is they like put it in there and it just added to like the whole K personality. Right. You know what I mean? And so I loved every scene where he got to show his crush on Su Yol's ex, uh, fellow cop Lee Hee Gyum, played by Han Ji Un. So funny. I. Love it. And see, this is the, this is what's so cool about like the other personality. Okay. Because Su Yol was like, no, like that relationship is over. But like his cinnamon roll personality, his like true self, his like hero self was still completely <laughs> in love with her. But like okay? bashfully so, which was hilarious. Bashfully so. And the, one of the reasons he tolerated him at the beginning for a while was Kay was like, I'll go away if you help clear he Gyum's name because she was like convoluted part of the plot but she was like accused of something but he like loves her so he wanted to save her and so i love that too because the seals like fine i'm only doing this because like i can get rid of you but then of course he does care about her too so he basically like k like love bombs her because he doesn't like know any better he's like kind of a child he really is he's like a teenager he just doesn't get it so there's a funny scene where he was like outside her apartment texting her and she saw him but of course he's not real so she saw like su yol out there and they're like working on a case together so she's like what the heck so she called him but he doesn't want to like talk to her because he's k and he's all bashful so every time she would ask him a question he'd like text her back <laughs> he's on the phone with she's her. like and she's like, what are you doing? Like, why? Yeah, I mean, being- that that is amazing. That was actually amazing. Yeah. And she's like, why are you being so weird? And it was just so funny. And and every time the best part was you never knew he was doing this stuff, because a lot of times he'd like wake up in the middle of the night as, you know, Suyol, and then he'd like do stuff as Kay. And that's often when he would do stuff for her. And so Suyol didn't like know about it. And then he would all of a sudden be like, uh, thanks for the flowers. And they, like, show her apartment, and it's, like, filled with dozens and dozens of- But this is, like, the Fight Club stuff, where later you realize that, like, Helena Bonham Carter's character is, like, what the fuck? Like, you see back, and you start to realize, like, how the alternate personality would show up and just, like, bone the shit out of her and yes. have, like, a crazy fun night, and then the next yeah. day, like, not talk to her at all, and she's like, what is happening? Yeah. Except, except Kay was never like. No, he wasn't like a nasty like come in. But I mean, she liked it. Like that was good for her. Yeah, and and she and then when and then when she was like in jail for a short amount of time, she had been like arrested, and he would he would he sent her like dozens of letters like every single (laughs) day, and she's like, and she was like confused for a while because she's like, you're sending me mixed signals, and Su Yol's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the letters, and she's like stack of letters and it was so funny because Suyo would get so mad at Kay and Kay was like you better treat her right and there was even the scene where he finds out that so Suyo does like kiss her which I'm of course it's Yidong Wook of that like that's yes. a pr- it was a pretty sexy kiss too and I think sleeps with her like I do think they allude to that but anyway he doesn't want to tell Kay and when Kay finds out he is so mad he is and it's just it's funny too because it's like but you're the same person I don't know I loved it I loved it this is where I wish the show had done, like, I could have almost watched, like, if there were other person, like, I liked it oh. with the two of them, but I actually could have done almost like a Yumi cell, not not that many, but like, mm-hmm. 
that was something that worked for me with Yumi Cells was that like you had like all these parts of personality that you would go into. And so mm-hmm. in some ways I could have almost done with like having, I mean, it is fun to have it be that your romantic competition, your like second lead competition is you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was, that's fun. And I felt like I could have, it's a whole different drama. I was less, and look, I was just less interested in like the crime mystery solving shit and more interested in like, what does it mean to be like, many different people but we all like love the yeah. one person but we all are the same person too i right. mean like that's i would watch a whole drama on just oh that. and that was my favorite part of it too like the the k and suyol stuff was my favorite part yeah yeah i didn't care about the crimey stuff it's just like how Ambo or not Ambo yun uh what's my toe socked lovers Ano Jew. jews you know like i didn't give a shit about the law stuff about this land deals (laughs) fucking land deals (laughs) who gave us at least at least this was drugs and murder not land deals (laughs) yeah wait do you want to talk about Kay's motorcycle wear leah i do because this has been a newer kink of mine circa 2023 like i have never ridden on a motorcycle i have never you know and i mean like i know there's a lot of people think motorcycle stuff is sexy megan you yourself really got into the Kristen ashley series and they're all motorcycle dudes yeah um, i read motorcycle books yeah. a lot uh sons of anarchy's popular blah 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 i just it's never been a thing that gets me my my own motor does not rev like a motorcycles however when i saw love in the air and it's with mo- underground motorcycle racing and here's the thing i don't even think it's the motorcycles it's the motorcycle wear when you're yeah. in like the like the suit it's just hot. So Love in the Air like kind of like fluffed me for it. And then Kay kind of brought it home just in like the red leathery, you know, it just lo- it looks fucking good. It's hot. 80% of my enjoyment of this drama was because I liked how he looked in his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, fair. When he would take his helmet off and he'd be like all sweaty mm. and his hair would be sticking up and he'd smile all crazy. Ugh, I was like, that's oh, crazy that smile was yeah. just the best. Yeah. Wait, how old is he? Like, how bad are we? He's 31. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, he actually, I looked up, he did his military enlistment, like, at, like, 20. Like, he did it really early, like, before he started his career, basically. Okay. Same as um, Yu Sung-ho. He did the same oh, thing. Okay, cool. They would actually be a great pair. Oh, I have. they need yeah. to do something together. I think Weeha Jun and Huda Wan would also be yeah. amazing together. Let's, like, I think the three uh, of them. <gasps> be still my heart it's like brothers oh my god i would watch that yes so there are several bad guys in this drama but one is a faction of drug dealers led by boss young played by kim hyora and her second in command andre played by one hyun jun were they terrible people yes were you still sort of rooting for boss young to avenge andre's brutal death and do you think they were secretly banging <laughs> So I I don't know. There was some tension there. But like, really, I just I loved her a lot. Like I loved Boss Young and her suits always sucking on a lollipop. And you know what? Her vampire vengeance at the end was fucking amazing. Like I actually cheered. I like how she was always holding an English language book. Like she was trying to learn English. And she would always like pepper in English uh-huh. in her in her conversations. I thought she was a really fun villain. I mean, was she my favorite villain? No. But I liked I liked her. Her fight with He Gyum was very yes. cool. I really liked that. That was a really good fight. And I totally believe that her and Andre had some sort of like on like unfulfilled love for each other. Cause like 
she knew that like her business like she was done for like she knew that she could no longer she her drug empire had collapsed and all she cared about was avenging andre and i was like hell yeah you know i always love a villain that has like a weakness like that and i feel like andre was her weakness so i started this drama expecting a fun ride and i got it i totally did i had a great time and then i was attacked emotionally toward the end so what was a scene that hit you with feels that you really weren't expecting I mean, it's the same one for both of us, right? Like, yes. So I kept messaging you saying, I know that I'm going to be a mess at the end of this drama because Kay is going to have to leave, right? Like for, for Suyol to heal, Kay is going to have to leave. And I'm like, I know that Kay is not real, but Kay is real to me. And I know that I'm going to have a hard time. And that still did not prepare me for how they were going to do it. I know. I mean... They're saying goodbye in the hallway of, like, the hotel or whatever of Suyol's mind, right? Like, right. Yeah, it's and, like a hotel of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's like, you know, behind each door is like a memory and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Kay is like, no, this is how it, like, this is how it has to go. I, Of course, I need to go. You're good now. I'm just going to take, it's good. I'm going to go. I'm going to take off. Don't, you know, don't get emotional. Like, he's being all cool, macho man. Yeah. And he walks out the door into the stairwell. And I'm already crying because Suyol's like, doesn't want him to go, right? He's like, I know this has to happen, but they like, hug, want him don't to they? Go. Don't they hug? They do hug. They hug. Yeah. And then it's, to- I mean, it's totally, it's like any sort of goodbye scene with real people where they say goodbye and then they run back, you know, run back to each other. And Suyol runs into the stairwell. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. And Kay is crouched down. On the floor, shoving his fist in his mouth to keep from making noise, crying so hard he's drooling. (laughs) I mean, I know it's meant to kind of be funny, but I was sobbing. Me too. I was like, he was like blubber. It was just such a K moment. And I think that's why I loved it so much. K, I think, was trying to play it cool to not upset Su Yol. And then, yeah, I was trying to play it cool. But like, K's not like that. Like, K is sensitive. And he didn't want to go. And he like loves Su Yol. And the the fact that he's like, finds him crying in the stairwell. And then they can like (laughs) cry together or like emote together. It was like, just such a wonderful choice to give that character. I just yes. love, oh my God. I know. I cried. I could not believe it. I was so shocked. And I think I missed it. And it wasn't like just like my eyes were wet. Like I was. No, I was crying. Crying. Yeah. I was crying pretty hard. And I messaged you guys and I was like, I'm crying. And you're, and both of you were like over bad and crazy. Yes. I was like, look, <laughs> no one is as surprised. As me, I did not. I got expect- it like midway through because I'm like, I know, I know, Kay is going to have to go, and it's going to break me. I was trying not to like think about that. I think I really was. I was like, I think I was so focused on like what was going on, that I didn't, th- I wasn't thinking about how it was going to end. But it didn't help. Like I still, <laughs> yeah. So but I mean, broke, I still broke down. I did too. But everything about how the drama wrapped up, I thought was good. I liked it. Yeah. I don't have much. I mean, it was pretty cute. And I just like it that, like, when somebody's really hot and has played some serious roles. This is where, again, like, I felt like putting them with Edong Uk is really good in that, like, there's a sense of, like, not having so much ego. And you can just kind of be a little silly and f- have fun with it. Because, like, in Squid Game, he's, like, this badass yeah. cop. I mean, he's not, like, toxic. He's just more, like, on the case and good yeah. looking. And so to see somebody just be completely ridiculous 
Like, I don't know. It's nice when you see somebody just be like, it's fine. Like, I'll have boogers coming out my nose. Like, <laughs> He it's was just good. in his emotions all the time. Yeah. Well, he was like the id, right? Like, that was basically his role. Yeah. An id with a conscience. Yeah. So anything else you want to get off your chest about bad and crazy? I kind of already brought it up that I just, I loved that, you know, when I, when I was talking to Sarah and talking about the fact that Edong Wook basically, you know, wasn't the center stage, like, badass in the start. And it was Kay who was. And we got to see sort of, basically, we got to see Suyol grow into the part of him that was Kay. And I loved that. But I think the biggest thing that I want to say is, like, a huge thank you to you, Megan, for putting this on the list. Because I wouldn't have, I wanted to watch it, right? Because I was missing Edong Wook. And then I, you know, I saw Weeha Jun in Little Women. And I liked him. I'm like, oh, this looks like it would be fun. But it wasn't like high up on my list because we have so many other dramas we want to watch. And this is one of those that you're just like, I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to check it out. Now that it's on And then you're like, it's so good. I I want us to watch it. And I'm like, okay, put it on the list. And still going into it, I had no idea that I was going to love it like I did. You know. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. But it's interesting what you said about Edong Wook's character, Suyol. Because so there's obviously there's things he does as Kay early in the drama and he he like knows it's k but he can't control k very well like he doesn't like know always when k is going to come out and what i think is interesting is that so k goes away kind of okay but he sort of got absorbed into suyol so in a way at the end like k's sort of still there so because there's there's a part early on in the yeah. drama he pops out yeah well at the well, end he, he does. does pop out too like he's still there but it's also yeah. like Suyol has changed. I mean, he is a changed person. Yes. And uh, so early on, there's this part where he, Kay, comes like flying down these sets of stairs and does this like flying kick to this like person's head that is like a bad guy. Okay. That's just to, sum- to like simplify it. And I love that the drama ends with Suyol doing the same thing to a different bad guy. It's like it's like yes. they realized the like one of the ch- police chiefs was corrupt. And so he comes flying down. And I think that's what I love about it is that you saw that he has begun to absorb like K's in him now. Like accepts it. Yeah. Like accepts, accepts the K him, part of him. Accepts yeah. that he's a hero now cuz that was actually his his job the whole time. I don't even know if we actually said that. He he's like an internal affairs investigator basically. He like investigates corrupt cops, but he's corrupt himself. Yeah, so the fact that he's, like, come into his own, like, hero power at the end, thanks to Kay, to me, it was just such a cool moment. Like, I finished the drama, like, that. That the, I think we talked about this on different podcasts, the OST is really cool. So, you know, the, he kicks this guy. It's another one of those dramas where I watch the opening yeah. every time. Yeah, and, like, the OST kicks in, and I was like, holy crap, I just felt, I feel so good. I feel so good. I feel like I could go and do a flying kick in a baddie's face. Like that, I felt, you know what I mean? <laughs> Please don't try it. It's going to end up like floor hockey. And yeah. I don't I don't want you eating shit. And one more shout out to Cha Hak Yeon, who plays Oh Kyung Tae, which is this like baby cop who gets him, who nearly dies three times. And he's so sweet. And honestly, he was a great character along with Su Yol's partner. And I mean, I did. I liked old, I liked the cops too. Yeah. Like his partner was really funny. His partner was like really strong and kept threatening to like beat up Su Yol. And <laughs> I just loved it. And you can't tell. Like, I loved it. I think the only thing I want to get off my chest is I am happy that you <laughs> loved it as much as you both did. 
It was a romp. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's so true. It was. And I think that, honestly, I wasn't in, like, a great headspace to watch it in the last, like, right. week. And I don't think I would have liked it. I don't think I would have, like, if I was in a more focused headspace, I'm not sure I would have had a bigger... I think this is going to fall out in, like, The Lawless Lawyer. So, certainly, this is not Sound of Magic. This is not Cafe Minimdong. I was actually I was, like, just going to ask. I was like, okay, but do you, like, because you hated Cafe Minimdong and you almost, like, regretted it. Yeah. You don't, no. like, regret watching no no i'm saying i put it into i like it i will like aspects of it like the memes like lawless lawyer i like watching clips of it but i will never go back and be like i want to experience this whole drama from stop i mean i would again i will watch like fun moments from bad and crazy again and have good memories like and you know on oju like i'll watch on oju i'll watch k come up and be like oh i like those characters but, like, the story, just, like, how the whole thing went, I'm, like, I feel good. Like, I'm ready to move yeah. on with my life. It, I put it in the, you know, I would give it a S for satisfaction. That's fair. That okay. is. And, no, look, I'm glad. If you would have hated it, like, Cafe Minimdong, no, I, I would have felt really bad. No, no. I mean, they're too cute. It's too sweet. It's just that I think where I get lost is when there is... Like, you know, we're on the case to solve the thing. And that was and a big part of it, especially the back whatever, half of the drama. Yeah. And if I'm not invested on what that is, right. then, like, I don't really care so much. And I'm just like, I want more of just that. But I mean, like, look, the two of them together. Delightful. Great. Like, they were great. They were not satisfactory. They were an A. Like, like an Remember a when they're in, the, we're in the, they're in the box truck together and K and- is the P? <laughs> <laughs> and Kay's so hot too and he's like taking he's like gonna take off his pants yeah he's like i gotta take on my pants and and suyol's so mad he's like not like this and he's, he's like take off your shirt if you're hot don't take your pants that's not what you do you don't take he's your like, pants off why would you take your pants off and Kay like doesn't know Kay is just so oblivious sometimes he's just like things. Uh, it's so hot <laughs> he's like a child he's like a child who can beat everyone up oh it's so great it's so great well I do appreciate you guys both watching it, and I'm glad it wasn't, you know, like a like a hated drama. I'm glad that we mostly enjoyed ourselves. I, yes. I appreciate that at least one of you fell on the love side like I did. So, so thank you, Amy. But I do Big also love. appreciate your journey as well, Leah. So thank you for watching it. And yeah, I guess that's it. So please, I don't know, think good thoughts for me and my knee uh, tomorrow. <laughs> and your pelvic floor. And my pelvic floor. Here's the thing is, you know, I feel like I don't know how people are going to like react. Like, I feel like people like to do funny things when someone turns 40 and be like, oh, like, honestly, I think being 40 is fucking rad. Yeah. Like, I felt like 30s were like a heavy care. (laughs) No, no. And so this is the thing is like the benefit I would say is like 20s. I feel like I didn't know what I was really doing, but I thought I did. Like, I thought I was old enough to know what I was doing. I was constantly like, oh my god, I'm 20, I gotta, like, do the things, but, like, I didn't really know. So I was just like, ah! like, you know, whatever. Then 30s, I was really focused on, like, grinding out, like, start, like, getting lucky to have, like, writing enter my life. Not lucky, because I worked for it, but you know what I mean? Like, I felt fortunate I was given that opportunity, and so I was grinding on that, and then I was also grinding as a caregiver, but then 40s starts to be, like, I really do feel like it's a time that you can start to come into a lot of your power as a woman. And that's amazing. That is how I feel. I feel like 40 is when I'm going to like, you know, take charge back a little bit. You know, my kids are a little bit older. They're still not very old, but a little older. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. You're married to the patriarchy. So I mean, I'm married to the patriarchy. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
But I mean, uh, like my college friends and I all turned 40 this year and we're like, we're going to get a JCPenney and we're going to get like those really corny photographs. Like we're kind of <laughs> like, portraits, kinda dressed, like Yeah, we're kind of dressing in like mom clothes and we're going to do like corny prom poses. Ooh, I like it. And I'm so excited for it. And then we're going to go eat hibachi because why not? Like hibachi rules and I want a flower or I want an onion volcano. Onion volcano. Yeah. I can't wait. I want him to squirt. What? I don't know what this is. You don't get an onion volcano if you go to hibachi? I don't even, I've never been to hibachi. I don't even know. Where they cook for you? Where you sit around? They cook for you. It's Japanese. Yeah. There's like this Okay, big... yeah, I mean, I guess I know, but I don't think I've ever been. It's like a big massive... I mean, I guess I knew what hibachi was. Oh. I don't not know what hibachi oh. is. I don't know what an onion fountain is. Oh, volcano. onion volcano. They just, they just, they the just they make ch- a little yeah. volcano out of onion slices, and then they, they light oil in the middle, and it's just like a fire. And this happens everywhere, like to where you know about it, too? Absolutely. Like, cross-regional? Yeah. If okay. you go to hibachi, you, you have had an onion volcano. Yeah, I've never gone to hibachi, which is I why. love it. They That's give kind you- of shocking to me because, like, you've eaten everything. Like, I'm surprised that you haven't done hibachi. <sighs> you should I mean, go. No. <laughs> yeah, I should go. It's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, no, the I'm kids not, would like, like anti it. either. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not. And anti. then they'll flip a shrimp not- into your mouth. Yeah, they'll shoot. So- he had this like squeeze bottle and just shot sake right in my mouth <laughs> from like from like a foot away. And then I haven't for the had kids. That. For then the kids, they he had a little a baby sippy cup with just water in it and so he would shoot like water in their mouth so they could like feel included he'd go he'd go baby sake like that <laughs> like baby sake and he'd like shoot it in their mouths it was so funny and also it was like a lot like he's like sake and i was like um okay and he like would not stop i had to close my mouth and just let the sake like coat me because you in the face <laughs> oh my god like a Porn shot. Yes. It's like it's like a full contact sport to go to. Like, stick your tongue out and take it all. But the food is so it's good. I mean, it's obviously it cooks it right there in front of you. It's great. So yeah, that's what we're doing, and I'm very excited about it. And I like I love turning forty. I, my aunt actually sent me these like chocolate covered strawberries today, which is very very nice. I got it. Um, she said delivered it to the house, and I called her, and she's like, "Well, how you like how you feeling?" And I was like, "Dude, I'm excited." I'm not one of those people necessarily that's like, oh, my God, I'm 40, which is okay if you are having big feelings. I just am having big, happy feelings. That's good. Yeah. And look, if you're having big feelings, let me come talk to us so we can talk you out of it. Yeah. Because you shouldn't have big feelings. I think you should be. So, (laughs) yeah, I just, yeah, I definitely feel like this is the year. Um, I'm doing a lot of things that I wanted to do this coming year, and I'm excited about it. So. And when we have this idea of like, oh, God, we have to stay 29 forever so that we're found desirable, that's where we've got Neil showing up just putting on his Kmart jeans that fit him no matter what. And, you know, like, <laughs> fuck the patriarchy. Like, be awesome. With his, you don't need to pretend. With his universal neck pillow that, of course, just magically. Get your neck pillow for two months out. It's all good. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I do. I do look forward to every week. Let's have the, inst- the installment of what is Megan packing this week for her twenty six hours on the ground. <laughs> is there a sixty day forecast? Will you be there longer <laughs> than like a night and a half? It's snorting. I like you, because lit- I thought it was funny because you were both talking about like what you were going to be bringing. I'm like, 
you're gonna be there so short you can just show up in your clothes with like you know a pair of underwear tucked i was talking about what is gonna be well, no not what you're bringing but like i need carry on or whatever i was like you could just bring a pair oh, of yeah. underwear in your back pocket oh, for the amount right. of time you're going like it's fine let's just like get this going <laughs> <laughs> Amy, I'll bring you a toothbrush. <laughs> no, I will carefully. <laughs> I will carefully plan. I'm crazy. I mean, I'm not taking a lot, but you know, it'll be fine. Okay. So anyway, thanks again for listening to us tonight. I hope if you haven't watched Bad and Crazy, you check it out. Let us know what you think. And, and I hope uh, you have an amazing birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, what kind? What's your favorite cake? Are you having a cake? Um, actually, so what my husband's going birthday? to pick all I want for my birthday is macarons. Yeah. I always, that's okay. all I ever want. So he's going to a local bakery and getting them for me. I don't really do cake. I mean, I'll eat it, but that's what I want. I want my macarons. Those are good. <laughs> happy so, macaron day. Happy macaron day. All right. All right. See everyone. Annyeong. Annyeong. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T dot com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, annyeong!